Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. In Joshua chapter 4, verse 1. And it came to pass, when all the people were clean passed over Jordan, that the Lord spake to Joshua, saying, Take you twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe, a man. And command ye them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst. When we were crossing the Jordan, they got into the middle of the Jordan. God made the water stand left and right. So it's not only the Red Sea. God caused the waters to stand the left and the right. And then they passed through. And so God said that, Command these twelve men, take ye, uh, uh, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of the Jordan out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm. Twelve stones. When they were crossing the Jordan, I believe it was not, it was a bit shaky. But there were certain places where the priest, their feet stood firm. Stood firm. He said, where you stood firm, that's where you can refer the future to. So in times of fasting, you must be firm. So that in future, when your children ask you, anyone around knows that this fasting is what changed this year. Amen. When they stood firm, and ye shall carry those stones with you and leave them in the lodging places. You see, the... the approach or the pursuit of God that comes with or that is done with convenience is no pursuit. It doesn't yield much fruits. So it's good that some of us will be tested this period, during this fasting. Start firm! Because you're on a mission. I'm meeting, oh, I feel I've made up my mind because you see when you are fasting and you don't see the victory through you have short circuited something some some people who need to be here by now are home and they are hoping that maybe God when it comes to God don't wish Maybe, maybe. No, find what is to be done and do it. Jesus said, blessed are you for the things you hear. He said, for the things you hear, if you do them. John 13, 17. There are things you must hear and do. The secret of your testimony, so long as God is concerned, is, is connected to what you do, not what you wish. You have to be firm. Some... You can be, you might even be invited to go and have dinner or to go and have lunch or coffee with the chief executive of something. Stand firm. It's not your meeting with him that will change your story. It's connectivity from above. That changes your story. Stand firm. 
Every evening, if it is time for prayer, you are there. Whether somebody is praying, somebody is not praying, this is not time even to waste a friend that will waste your time. Wait for a friend that will waste your time. Stand firm. Stand firm. You have missed too many meetings too. Stand firm. Because the reference point for your testimony has to do with your standing firm. It's not where your feet is shaky. So from where the priest stood firm, take the stone from there and take it into the future and keep it in your lodging places. And I said, when your children ask you, they tell them this is how God delivered us. When I found out said, that when you fast, it affects your children and their children. Amen. Fasting is so potent, so powerful. It goes farther than you can go. The, in Second Kings chapter 13, verse 14, Joash, the prophet was at the, at the stage where he was about to die. Bible says that his sickness was unto death. Yeah, the prophet Elisha. He says that now Elisha was falling sick of his, uh, of his sickness where of he died. The sickness that killed him or the sickness through which he died, he was now in that sickness. He was about to die. Prophet Elisha. <laughs> and, and George, the king of Israel, came down unto him because the king of Israel has been stubborn. He's been doing his own thing. But he knew that the prophet, I need that. He said, everybody needs a prophet in your life. Oh, yeah. You need a man of God. You need it. And not a man of God who will tell you what you want to hear. A man of God who will tell you what you need to hear. Who is not only interested in making you happy, but is also interested in making you do what is necessary for your future. Scripture is given for inspiration. It's my inspiration is profitable for reproof. Proof. Correction in, and instructions in righteousness. Those of us who are reading Proverbs very well, you can see instruction, instruction. It talks about instructions is good for the wise man. The wise man hears instructions and learns. The fool passes on and are destroyed. Simple-minded. He came, the king came to the prophet. He knew the prophet is likely to die. He came because I need my prophet. Someone say, I need my prophet. I need my prophet. Yeah. I need my prophet. Some people will never get the best of God because they have chosen how to access God or access God or how to operate with God. But God has a set laid down principles. When we are fasting, you have to give yours because, sir, fasting can change your story. Depending on how you approach it. This fasting should be as something that is setting you up to start a, sometimes a personal, spiritual. Give it an assignment. Husband and wife, you are believing God for something. Team up. Let's, let's give. We are fasting for one week. We are fasting for three days. And stand firm. You started, uh, the, the, the friends so. We are doing our first uh, one-year anniversary of the child. It's from morning to evening. So, okay. 
All right, I'll do the fasting next week. I'm coming. <laughs> the first temptation was food related. That's why when Jesus, the devil never came, so he fasted. The devil came, the first temptation of the devil was turn these stones into bread. Lots of, uh, I, I sometimes, I'm not impressed when somebody says, hey, as for me, I like my food. I'm not impressed with them. <laughs> I'm not impressed with people who say that, and people who say, I like my food or I like my sleep. How, how can you love sleep? <laughs> a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of iron to earth. Then poverty comes like an arm robber. <laughs> <laughs> he comes like an arrow. It comes suddenly. Because, but your, it was a little sleep. A little sleep. So, plenty sleep, you can imagine what it will do. <laughs> yeah. Well, so when we talk about fasting, one of the things you should understand, there are physical things you do which provoke the hand of God on your life. Physical things you do in order to see spiritual results. Some people will say, oh, I don't have to do this. God understands. Look at your situation before you say things like that. There are spiritual activities, physical activities that bring spiritual hand. Like yesterday we were reading from Numbers, sorry, Exodus chapter 17, right from the verse um, 11 that was where the, they went to the mountain. Moses went to the mountain and kept his hands lifted. So he, his, his, his hands were up. And Bible says, as long as his hands stayed up, Israel prevailed. As long as his, when his hand came down, Amalek prevailed. Choose where you want to stand. So, but pastor, sometimes, let's be honest. Let's be realistic. How long can I keep my hand up? You have to find a way of doing it. Otherwise, Amalek will prevail. I mean, it's a choice. The prevailing of Amalek or your prevailing is determined by the hands up. So if you say, my hands are tired, it's like you are, you are hanging on, yeah, like a bar like this. And crocodiles have come down. <laughs> they are very hungry. <laughs> you have to, when you are tired, afterwards, use your leg. You have to find a way of keeping it staying there. <laughs> That's what it means. Take a stand. Take a stand. A little stress is all. I must say, it's okay. No. You have to prevail. So because your prevailing is directly connected to your spiritual activity, then you have to give it your, the focus, the intensity, and make sure you are prevailing in that activity. That's what happened. So they devised a means. Put a big stone for Moses. Sit down. Moses, sit down. Because your hands must be up. And then Aaron stood on one side. Er stood on one So it's not saying he's saying it. No, they were holding the hand up for him. Because all the, the, it's only dependent on the hand up. So we, we have to find a way of keeping the hand up. 
You have to find a way of finishing this fast. You have to find a way of getting through. <laughs> I see you getting results. May the Lord strengthen you in the name of Jesus. Daniel chapter 10, verse 2. In those days, let's already allow, let's go. Three weeks of fasting. He calls it morning. Sometimes the Bible calls it humbling yourself. Sometimes the Bible calls it coming in before God in sackcloth and ashes. He was mourning three full weeks. Some of us haven't done three full weeks. Don't let your body tell you what you should be doing. Tell your body what you are prevailing in doing. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, um, verse three, look at verse 3. This is what we get there. Let's read it. At all. Three, yeah, so three whole weeks were fulfilled. For three weeks, I ate no pleasant. This is the whole three weeks. Not six, not 6 p.m. You eat some pleasant bread. <laughs> but the point here is that I ate no pleasant bread. Somebody say pleasant bread. Please say it again louder. Pleasant. The word pleasant, I think, is. Uh, I think the, the Hebrew word was something. It sounds something like chemna or so. Chemna. Chemna or chemna. You know. So the word translated pleasant means desirable, lovely, good. So I ate no desirable chemna or kemna, something like that, bread. Look at verse 12, or verse 11. And then an angel, he said, I saw an angel. And he said to me, oh, Daniel, man greatly beloved. The word translated beloved is the same kemna or chemna. Yes. Now angel is saying that God finds you desirable because you you chose to move away from what was desirable for you. Now you have become desirable to God. Move away from something. Move away from something. And fasting is to move yourself away. It is not, as I said the other time, it is not only food. Some of us are fasting food, but nothing has changed. You are as active on social media like you've always been. But I thought you were fasting. You are as active on your status as you've always, even now, more. God, the time to be reading your Bible, you have time not to be cooking. You use that to indulge in, on the internet. When you are fasting, a lot of things, it's like Christmas break in the city. A lot of shops have shut. A lot of offices closed down. Offices. A lot of offices closed down. When you're going to do delivery, you go there, nobody's there. It's Christmas, but other things have stopped. A lot of things stop. It's not only Christmas trees that are out or turkey that is going to be eaten. A lot of things stop. Fasting to a lot of things must stop. 
Some people should not hear from you or you shouldn't hear from them during the time of fasting. Because they are not a good influence on you. You, should, you, you shouldn't, when they call, you, don't, you, are, you are busy. You don't, they don't. Some people, you won't, you won't call them. Some places you will not go. It's not that it's bad, but it's not, you are waiting on God. So, if you add that seriousness to the fasting, it will change your story. Yeah. Is somebody learning something? Yeah. He said, I ate no pleasant food. Some people just don't. May may I say this? If you are the kind of person who says, I don't like anyone telling me what to do, God can't help you. You are too arrogant. Yes, I'm telling you. You are too proud. You are too proud to be helped. You are like Naaman, the Syrian. (laughs) They said, go and wash. Who are you to tell me where I should wash? Listen. That's the instruction I'm giving you. If you want to enjoy the anointing, do it. If you don't want to go, it doesn't affect the anointed. Your your leprous condition stays. When God could have changed it for you, but you're too set in your ways. So can you imagine if that's how you have lived your life? No one tells me. 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 That's how your paradigm, your your disposition has always been. And you arrive in a, a, a church, a prophetic environment. You bring it back. No one tell me this. No one tell me. It's, it's very lamentable. Because you are beyond help. You go to the house. With, no, no one can tell me any more. No one can tell me. Listen, please, please. Life doesn't work like that. I see God helping you. I have a, an intense feeling that this fasting will change a lot of stories. Amen. I have fasted and seen results several times. Every time I fast and give it the attention. And every pastor must be able to be fasting. You must have, you must have scheduled fast. Every, every now and then you are fasting. Every now, Because you are a spiritual man for goodness sake. He said the arrow, take the bow and then take some arrow. And then when you put, oh God, this is what I want, uh, the second Kings chapter 13 verse 16, he said, take the arrow and then he took the arrow and then he said uh, and Elisha said to the king, put thy hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon the bow and Elisha put his hand upon the king's hand. Say hand upon hand. hand, upon hand. Your hand must go so God can put his hand upon you. This year, I see because of the activities. This one, I see God putting his hand upon you. I see God putting his hand upon you. So take until he put his hand on the bow. The prophet couldn't put his hand. He said, You put your hand, and I'm going to put you so that the result is going to be supernatural. You it looks like just you, it's just you, but there is a supernatural hand upon you. But you have to do something. Daniel said, I ate no pleasant food. And at the end, he heard that you are a pleasant man to God. Why do you want to keep the other ones and then still end up, you think, end up being pleasant to God? No. In In Matthew chapter 17, verse 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. But in Matthew chapter 17, verse 16, this man brought his son to Jesus and he asked, 
uh, Jesus that please, if you can do something, because the guy is, uh, is not well. And he brought him to, he said, I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus said, listen to what Jesus said. Then Jesus answered and said, faithless and perverse generation. Shall we say that together? Say it again, please. Say for the last time. Faithless. Faithless means you are not connecting to God. You are not connecting with God. You have to connect with God. You have to connect with God. You are not connecting with God. Because without faith, it's not possible to connect with God. And when you begin to have faith, that means you are st- you are getting in tune with God. It's a faithless generation. It's a, a generation that have lost con- connectivity with God. They are living life normal. Why? That's my, this is my point here. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Why are you a, a Christian, so-called, or whatever? You are a Christian, and you live a normal life. There's no difference between you and unbelievers because, you see, it is not sinful activities that make people unbelievers. Remember that. Most people, they are most unbelievers who are even decent in their approach to life than some people who call themselves Christians or many Christians. So it's not about morality. So it's, I don't steal at work. I don't do this. I don't do that. But there's no sign of believership around you, spirituality around you. Most people come around you and they can remain as unspiritual as anything until they meet, meet a different strong Christian. So may, there are many people who call themselves believers but no connectivity with God. Faithless generation and not only faithless. Faithless and what? Perverse. I can't hear you. Perverse. I can't hear you. Perverse. When he talks about perverse, perverse and perversion, he's talking about you are so connected to the world. Because the ways of the world are skewed. You are so in tune with the world. That's why the results are not showing. You are, you are, watch this. You are disconnected from God and attached to the world. Faithless and perverse generation. No wonder works are not manifesting. Supernatural works are not manifesting. Then Jesus said, bring the child. So he said, how long shall I be with you. How long shall I suffer? Uh, shall I suffer you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither. So he brought the child. Go to, and then Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. Let's go. Then, the disi- then, then came the disciples to Jesus apart, apart and said, why could we not cast out? Then Jesus said, so already you are faithless and perverse. Then Jesus said, Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, be moved yonder, and it shall move, and nothing shall be impossible. Now look at the next verse. Let's all read it out together. However. Let's all read it out loud. Let's go. Some people are not reading. Shall we all go? Let's go. How be it? This kind goeth not out but by prayer. New King James, please. Let's go. How be it? This kind does not go out except by prayer and fast. Say prayer. Say fasting. What did he describe them to be earlier on? 
faithless and perverse. And what I say faithless is? Disconnection. Perverse. You are so normal with the world. Prayer is connecting back to God. Fasting is disconnecting from the world. Prayer, connecting with God. Some people want to connect with God, but they don't want to disconnect from the world. Fasting is an unusual behavior. That's not how everybody behaves. It's an unusual behavior. And as soon as you begin to disconnect, that's why when you are fasting, there must be changes in your life. There must be changes in your life. There must be evidential changes. That you don't do this at this time. You are not doing this. You are not doing this. Maybe after the fasting, by the time you realize, three weeks, it takes three weeks to form a habit anyway. So, some people want to stop habit. It's not easy to stop a habit. You have to form another habit to replace that. Yeah, that's how it works. So, you have to form a habit to overcome the existing one. So, it usually it is believed it takes three weeks to form a habit. So by the third week, after the third week, 21 days, your a certain habit has formed. And that is what helps you to maintain a certain level of disconnection from the world. You know, most of the things we think, I need, I need, I need, I'm telling you, you are fine without it. The thing you do regularly becomes addictive. So you begin to think, no, I can't withdraw from it. When you begin to fast, use that period to withdraw from some things and then stand firm. Some of us, you don't, your problem is you can't stand firm. So there's no stone you can cut, you can take from where you stood firm to the future. Stand firm. Tell somebody, stand firm. Tell another person, stand firm. Stand firm. Be firm. Be firm. Don't give up the fasting and say, oh, oh, I'm feeling some pains in my, in my tummy. Do you normally feel those pains? No. But when I was fasting, I was feeling it. Stand firm. Stand firm. Do you know why I'm teaching this? Because this year is a very, it's going to take some people to a new realm. But it can't just happen. You need a hand on your hand. But first, bring out your hand. Bring your hand so we can put the supernatural hand on your hand. If you don't pull out your hand, nothing happens. Daniel said, I ate no pleasant food. And at the end of the day, I could hear God say, you are the pleasant man. You want to keep eating pleasant food or pleasantries and maintain your pleasant activities. May I say this? In closing, I'm begging you, I beg you, in the name of Jesus, I beg you, your fasting can change your story. It's not my fasting for you, your own spiritual. Get on it, get on it, I'm begging you. It's not a waste of time, it's a very powerful exercise. Please get on it, get on it. Don't be soft on yourself. Because your crisis is not soft on you. Soft on yourself. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. 
If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.